0: This is fun. This is nice. It feels like old time. It's like going to your high school reunion, sort of. But your high school reunion is an empty studio.
1: That used to be a closet that people, I think, farted in.
0: Seems really kind of echoey or something. We're back in the old studio where the podcast all began. Back when it was good. (laughs) Yeah, before it got all lame and corporate. We... um, we used to record in a different studio down the hallway, but I got too stressed out working in there. Too many windows.
1: Although, like, I don't mind this studio at all, except that they changed that light bulb above you,
0: and it's now way too bright in here. You're saying it's not flattering for me, because I'm sitting right underneath it. What's just that? say it's not flattering.
1: It's, it doesn't... I don't like it in the room. I like the room being a little more dim.
0: So you can't dim that?
1: And that one just... And it seems brighter than the
0: other bulbs. Hmm. And it's throwing me for a loop. Wow. Anyway, we're back in the old studio. This podcast's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Still needs a theme song. I will make a theme song. You know what? I thought about it the other day. I was at home. I got nothing but time on my hands at home right now. Except my beautiful, beautiful wife, her 89-year-old mother is staying with us for a couple of weeks, had to get out of the old country, came to see us.
1: Yeah, big city.
0: And if she heard me working on a song, a theme song down in the basement, she would want to come see what it was all about. And next thing you know, I would be singing a theme song about God knows what with my beautiful wife's beautiful mother watching me. (laughs) And I don't think I could handle that. You don't need those kinds of eyes on you. There would be so many questions (laughs) (laughs) that I couldn't explain. She already doesn't quite understand what it is I do.
1: Hmm. So. Well, for now, I thought we could use this.
0: I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. Barney's not still a show, right? Yeah, we can totally get away with using that theme song. I think we'll be just fine. Hmm. Are you calling me fat and purple? <laughs> wow. I'm super defensive today. <laughs>
1: Taking it all personally.
0: Oh, uh, You know what? It's weird, though, because like I said, my mother-in-law is here right now. and She is a very sweet woman. I do like her. But it's hard to just sort of, like, I can't, it's a good thing I finished Squid Game because there's no way in the world I'd be watching that with her. I don't have a recommendation because my entire life right now is cake decorating shows.
1: You, is there a good one though
0: no there's not no. one that stands out every one of those shows is those cake those <laughs> cooking competition type shows it's on all day long in my house that's all i see
1: okay so you have no recommendations
0: no i don't do you
1: uh well like, do you have a preferred gas station you like to get gas at
0: do i yeah yeah
1: okay which one
0: why are we doing this yeah,
1: it's a fill-in recommendation i suppose. Okay. Just a placeholder
0: recommendation. Okay. This is another part of my sad, sad, (laughs) pathetic life. Early on weekend mornings now, like 630 in the morning, because that's when they open. I will do three laps. We have three vehicles. I'll go fill all three of them up at Costco. Wow. Because it opens at 630 on Saturday mornings and there's nobody there. And the gas is cheap.
1: Huh. That's a commitment to cheap gas.
0: Yeah, it takes me all in. It takes me a solid, I don't know, an hour to do three loops <laughs> to fill up three vehicles because it's not close to my house either. my so, sorry I asked. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> podcast ever. Oh, I'm so much more comfortable in this chair with my feet up, though. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, you sound more comfortable.
0: Anyway, gas, where do you get it?
1: I just get it wherever I need it, man, wherever the wind takes me. I get air miles at a certain gas station, so I tend to lean there. Although, uh, 7-Eleven gas stations. seven Here's a recommendation I wasn't planning on making. Okay. The 7-Eleven Monterey Jack taquito. Uh-huh. The Monterey chicken. That's the ticket.
0: Why do you have such low self-esteem?
1: Have you had one of those bad boys? No, but- The 7-Eleven taquito will change your life for the better.
0: Like, I have no problem getting 7-Eleven food at- 2.30 30 in the morning when you're on your way home from somewhere <laughs> and you just have that weird, you know you're gonna make some bad mistakes with the food. I don't mind it then, but like you're you're eating prime time 7-Eleven food, right? Yeah, like mealtime
1: 7-Eleven? 11.30 a.m. on a Tuesday.
0: On your way home today, you'll pick up a couple of taquitos.
1: Yeah, if I'm getting gas, am I in the neighborhood? Who am I to oh. say no to a couple of taquitos?
0: Okay. So what is your recommendation here? My your re- actual one? Yeah, okay. This isn't.
1: My actual one, I haven't done a lot lately either. But my, I just saw the other day the brand new James Bond movie, That uh-huh. No Time to Die, where Billie Eilish sings the opening song. Oh yeah, I actually thought that song stunk something fierce when I first heard it.
0: I did not care for it.
1: It uh, fits into the movie title sequence quite well.
0: Actually. Oh, it was okay. really
1: good, and I was actually really impressed with that movie. I it came out a few weeks ago, so I'm a little tardy to the party on this one.
0: By a few weeks, do you mean a couple of months ago?
1: <laughs> no, I think it came out about a month ago. Oh, and then, uh, but I really enjoyed it. It went directions I didn't think it would go. It uh, certainly didn't end the way I thought it would end. And then uh, it was a lot more of an action movie than previous ones. Hmm. It seemed like he was fighting nonstop.
0: Yeah, I don't enjoy that. It was good. Like, I don't, I don't need a fight scene or a car chase or a sword fight that goes on forever. Give me a story. That's what I want.
1: It was solid. It was a good Bond movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. I bought the whole seat but only needed the edge.
0: Is it like you told me before, don't bother going to see it if you haven't seen the previous ones?
1: Yeah, it'd probably help if you saw. Certainly the one before
0: it. I'm too far behind now. I'll never catch up. <laughs> I haven't seen a James Bond movie in 15 years.
1: It's one of those things like you only need to see the ones that Daniel Craig was in. Oh, nothing else matters. So you just need it. But I think he has five now. Okay. And the last one, the one I just saw, it's like two and a half hours. It's a, it's a beefy one, but it okay. was good. I enjoyed it.
0: What does this have to do with where I get gas?
1: I don't know. I just, you didn't have a recommendation. So I thought that'd be an easy place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that you do three laps.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a long-winded recommendation, wasn't it? It was a peek behind the curtain I now regret.
1: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly,
0: just two guys watching the world go by. So the other day on the radio show that Bryce and I host, it's on Sonic 1029, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Find us online at sonic1029.com. You can listen to us there.
1: It's an FM radio station. I Mm -hmm. don't know if that will persuade you to
0: listen. We frequency modulate. (laughs) Isn't that that what it is? What is FM, frequency modulation, as opposed to AM is amplitude modulation. Mm, You think
1: I would know that, but you'd be wrong.
0: So we were just talking on the show one day about, I don't even know what we were talking about, but this ray of sunshine called in and sent us down a path.
2: Is it weird that I've never ordered an Uber or gotten anything from Uber Eats or skipped the Dishes or anything like that? Does that make me weird or like behind on the times?
0: No, it doesn't. Because I, I, well, I use Uber a fair amount, but I think I've done Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats maybe three times.
2: I also don't have a credit card, and I find a lot of these things now you need a credit card for. I'm <laughs> like, I don't have one. How do so you book it's... a
0: hotel room? How do you rent a car? How do you... I,
2: well, I don't rent cars, so that's not really a problem. And a lot of hotels, you can give them cash, and then they give it back to you. I mean, it hasn't been a huge problem so
0: far but i just don't I mean, know I, how you do, do anything online card. if you don't have a credit card
2: i i don't i buy everything local hmm. it makes it weird it makes it a little bit like if i really want something you're kind of sll but yeah like i don't know I, can I, I don't buy a lot of stuff either so that kind of helps
0: can i ask the question that everybody wants me to ask but is too sure. afraid to ask sure how bad is your credit
2: it's actually not as bad as you'd think. I could go get a credit card if I wanted one. You could? Yes.
0: Okay, but it was bad for a time?
2: It was, oh, it was terrible for a time. But I also, but like, I I had, I have, I mean, I don't have perfect credit now, but I, if I wanted to, I could go get a car, or get a credit card. I just, I, I'm worried if I get a credit card that I'm just going to rack it up again. So it's like, do I really need to buy things off of Amazon? Yeah. Probably not. Could I save some money? Maybe, but... Do I really need that glow-in-the-dark baby shark
0: statue? Probably not. But it's not always about a glow-in-the-dark shark. Sometimes you want a credit card, like I said, so you can book a plane ticket. You can reserve a hotel room or a rental car.
1: Yeah, it's just one of these things I think you need as an adult in this world. Yeah. Like, what if all of a sudden your brakes fail and you have to pay a... Bunch of money you don't have to fix your break. You need a credit card. It's not need, ideal, but no, it's a you, safety net.
0: You need to have some access to credit at some point. But I, I I've hardly used. I use Uber probably more than I should. The rideshare service. <laughs> you got problems. <laughs> I do. Or maybe I'm just really responsible, Bryce. But I've, I don't ever order food to my house with Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats. Ever like I, I would, sometimes I just want to get out of my house for 15 minutes and go pick something up or go eat in a restaurant. I don't always have to be in my pajamas on my couch.
1: It's convenient. I don't think it's weird one way or the other because it is very convenient and you can have access to maybe places you otherwise wouldn't be able to go and drive through. Um, But also there is a lot of additional costs. It's probably an extra easy five to 10 bucks than if you were to pick it up in person. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I don't think it's weird either way. And you better not, if you're using Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, I better not see that driver pull a bottle of water out of that cooler bag. That is just bad bang for your buck. Do not buy water from the food delivery service. You have a tap in your kitchen.
1: It's just a bad choice. If you're in a drive through or ordering some kind of fast food meal mm-hmm. being delivered, that's fun food.
0: Yes, like you said the other day, it's fun time food. It's it fun- deserves
1: It deserves a fun time drink. Yes. And water is not a fun time drink. It's something you drink so you don't die. There's no other, yeah. there's no taste benefit to it. So have a fun time drink if you're eating fun time food. That's going to be the law when I'm president.
0: Do people actually crave water?
1: I never have. I no. drink it as a necessity.
0: Yeah, I drink it too because I don't want to die. But I don't ever go, "Mm, you know what would be delicious right now? A glass of water. No. You know what would be delicious right now? A root beer.
3: (laughs) So, uh,
0: Let me grab another one of these. Hello? I
2: heard that guy that was talking about never having Uber Eats or doing
0: an Uber or anything like that. I'm the same way. Because you don't have a credit card or is this just by choice? I have a
2: credit card. I have, I think, three or four. Yeah, this is by choice. No internet shopping, none of it.
0: So, but what if you have to buy concert tickets or want to buy concert tickets or a plane ticket or you want to book a hotel room Mm -hmm. online? These are all things that require a credit card.
2: Well, I have a credit card. It's just I never use it. And if I do need to
0: use it, it's only an emergency. It's cheaper to buy plane tickets in person. Just go up to the counter. Mm.
2: (laughs) Much cheaper.
0: (laughs) So you're telling me I go out to the airport today and walk up to the WestJet counter, I'll get a better deal there than if I shop around online? Yes, sir. They want to sell those seats off, so they just they don't care. They just want to sell them off. I don't know if I believe this, but try it. I bought a plane ticket to Vancouver next week for $74, and I did that online. Do you think I could walk out to the airport today and go give me a $74 plane ticket to Vancouver?
2: Why would you want to walk out to the airport? That's okay. the first question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think,
0: Great I think argument. that's
2: Swoop though, isn't it?
0: No, that's WestJet. Really? Yeah.
2: I don't know. I think you can get them cheap. I've done it where I've gotten it in person and I've gotten it cheaper.
0: Whatever.
1: I, uh, I'm i not buying that.
0: No. There's no way that's true. And the way he circles when I said, is it cheaper really at the much cheaper? The way he emphasized much, you know that that's not. And then he called me out on the uh, why would you walk to the L. He knew what I meant. He was just trying to deflect. He's being difficult. He was being difficult.
1: I don't buy that for one single second that you can just walk up, and it's cheaper at the airport. That makes no sense. If anything, it's more expensive, isn't it?
0: It's crazy expensive to buy a plane ticket at an airport. Anytime I watch a movie... And the person races to the airport and it's like, I need to get to Houston right now. And they buy the ticket at the counter. Ooh, yeah, that's going to cost you dearly.
1: Yeah, it gets more expensive the closer you get to takeoff time because they know that you're desperate.
0: Yes, the price does not go down.
1: The the leverage is in uh, favor of the airline company, not you.
0: Um, So we're talking about, am I weird? (laughs) We keep getting kind of distracted, sidetracked. But every, we all have these questions in the back of our mind where you're like, oh my God, am I weird that I do that or that I like that thing? Somebody said, my cousin's wife smells her food no matter when or where or who cooked it. And it's an audible sniff. It could be Gordon Ramsay himself that made the meal <laughs> right in front of her and she will take a sniff. <sighs> oh, like that. That's from Ivan.
1: There's a, a good way to smell food, and then there's a bad way. The good way is the deep inhale with your yeah. eyes closed that you just did. Yeah. Where you're like, ooh, this smells so good. I need to soak it in. But then there's the very suspicious, the...
0: Yeah, like you're... <laughs> a T-shirt you've worn two or three days in a row, and you're discreetly trying to find... Is that me that smells like onions? <laughs> yeah. And yeah,
1: if you're smelling my cooking the way you would smell the armpit of a used shirt... Yeah. I'm going to assume that my cooking is not good.
0: This person... I intentionally give myself foot cramps to help cheer my wife up when she's bummed. What? Am I weird? Rob, I wrote back to Rob, and I'm like, well, how do you even do that? How do you give yourself foot cramps? And uh, Rob said, flex them as hard as possible. Hurts like hell, but then she laughs and shakes her head every time. That's actually kind of beautiful. You uh, inflicting pain on yourself to make her forget Her pain.
1: I would say the weird one in this scenario is the wife.
0: Who gets joy out of her? The only way to turn her
1: frown upside down is by hurting your feet. I think when a baby laughs when you fall down. (laughs) It's kinda that's the vibe I'm getting out of this.
0: Yeah. Do you keep falling (laughs) down because a baby thinks it's funny? No. Uh, I hope his wife never gets a really bad paper kit cut between her fingers. Ooh. Ooh. (sighs) Ooh. Oh. Troy says, am I weird? I can flip my eyelids. No. No, you're gross.
1: Yeah, it's not weird. Uh, it's weird uh, if you do it while you're applying for a bank loan. <laughs> you're like, hey, well, I I what you I can
0: uh, do? Uh, you've got no assets here. You've got very little credit. And what credit you do have is, well, it's not good. And then Troy says, but look at this. If you're
1: if you've been accused of murder and the judge asks you if you have anything to say for yourself and then you flip your eyelids, that's weird.
0: Or is it a great power move <laughs> that in a court of law, while your life your future hangs in the balance, you do the eyelid flip? Uh, I'd be impressed. I think
1: local man flips eyelids and then is sentenced to life in prison.
0: <laughs> Am I weird because I have never ever sent an email? What? I can receive them, but I've never given one back, Dallas. Okay, that is weird. Uh, yeah, that is really weird.
1: How can you possibly function? So they receive emails but never reply? Like They've I don't never know.
0: replied or sent one. They've never composed one.
1: I don't know about you, but I get emails all the time that require a response. It's a question.
0: Yeah, and it. then you reply all. <laughs> of course you have to reply all. Yeah. Uh, No, Dallas, you are weird. We've determined that.
1: That is very strange. You have to reply to some emails.
0: Hey, guys, am I weird? I smell every glass I pull out of the cabinet. What? Glass cups to me stink half the time, and I won't use them as it makes my beverage smell like the glass, too. Freshly washed out of the dishwasher, too. No one else in my house smells it, though. Well, right out of the dishwasher, yeah, they do have a weird smell to them.
1: Yeah, the soap is going
0: to— Yeah, but that's going to dissipate.
1: Ooh, good use of the word dissipate. Good use of that. Yeah, smelling the glass, I would say that's weird.
0: Uh, Am I weird? When making craft dinner, I need to get all the macaroni out. Mm -hmm. That one (laughs) that is stuck to the box, scraping it out— So it can die with the rest of his family. Well, that's very thoughtful, actually. (laughs) Well, you put it like that.
1: It wasn't weird until you phrase it that way. Yeah. So it can die with the rest of its family.
0: Sorry, one (laughs) craft dinner noodle. The rest of your family uh, died in a a heat-related accident.
1: (laughs) I paid $1.50 for this. I'm going to get my money's
0: worth. Are we done? Or should (laughs) we keep reading weird?
1: I kind of like these weird ones.
0: Yeah. Uh, Am I weird? I can write in any direction, including upside down with either hand. I can also write forward and backwards at the same time. Sandy 100.
1: Ooh, that's not weird. That's impressive. It is. I can't do that. I can barely write one way, Hmm. let alone all directions. With both hands?
0: Yeah, yeah, at the same Im- time,
1: that's impressive. That's not weird. Garner
2: Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by.
0: This is a segment called "Teenage Tyranny and Oppression."
2: It
1: actually started to spiral out of the "Am I Weird?" conversation.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> it started there, but then we started traveling down this road. Like, were the r- rules weird in your household when you were a kid? Um, I don't really. There weren't a lot of rules in my house.
1: No, for me neither. I never really got into trouble because, you know, yeah. I color within the lines, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and it's not like, it's not like I, it was a free-for-all in my house. There were certain things, probably. I can't even remember.
1: The only thing that would be weird nowadays would be the fact that, I think from age 10 on, I was kind of just left alone in the house.
0: You were a latchkey kid.
1: I was. If my yeah. mom wanted to go to the mall, she, she would just let me stay home.
0: At ten, I think that's normal, though, right?
1: It doesn't seem that crazy. Although now it feels like if you leave someone under the age of twenty home alone,
0: oh yeah, the authorities will the be police there. will
1: kick in the door. Uh, so that's about it for me. But yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these, had to do with punishments more than rules.
0: <laughs> some of them were harsh.
1: <laughs> some of them sound like what happened in Guantanamo Bay.
0: Some of them made me quite like I was reading some of these on the radio, and I sort of thought, oh my god. People could be arrested for this. Kneeling on pencils.
1: Yeah, we're, we're not tiptoeing around the line of abuse. Like it, it seems like some of these went past it. Uh,
0: so I got. I, well, I want to give a shout out though here quickly. This text came in from Pamela and it says, this is the best topic ever. My 17-year-old son just told us yesterday, we are too strict. I wish he could hear these stories. Please put them in a podcast as we listen to the podcasts on road trips. Well, I wrote back to Pamela, and I need to speak to you for just a second, Noah.
1: Oh, called out. Okay, Noah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Noah, your parents are not too strict. They just perhaps love you too much. <laughs>
1: if they're guilty of anything, it's caring too, too
0: much. much. Oh, oh, hang on. I want to start with Holly's story.
3: Hi, Holly speaking.
0: Hey, Holly, it's Garner. Oh, hi. <laughs> Do you, oh, were we supposed to say your name?
3: Oh, that's fine, yeah.
0: Okay. This is my favorite one so far on teenage tyranny and oppression.
3: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
3: oh, yeah. It so, was it was fun growing up with it.
0: Well, were your parents super strict, or were you just a bad kid?
3: <laughs> so the thing is, my parents were really chill, and we were good kids. But my mom hated all my friends because she thought they were just rebels. So she always made sure that me and my, even my friends, sometimes weren't doing drugs. So we would get a drug test every week, uh-huh. and then we would get five dollars if we passed it. Wow. I mean, I wasn't complaining.
0: No, you were making you were making bank off of a clean drug test. Did you ever buy other people's urine?
3: <laughs> no, but. One time, um, my friend smoked weed near me, and I thought that like the wind would blow the weed into my system. So I panicked when that day my mom brought home a drug test, and so I did it, and I was like, maybe I'll just fill it up with a little bit of water, and so I filled it up with like the tiniest bit of water, and my mom did the test, and she came, and it came out, and she was like, oh, it looks like somebody smoked weed near you. You're fine though. So the drug test can actually tell that you've not done it, but you've been near it.
0: Okay. Are Isn't things that weird? okay? Are things okay with you and your parents these days? Is everything
3: good? <laughs> yes. Me and my mom are very close and my dad and I are very close too. So a couple of things
0: here. First of all, it's weird that even, you know, if her friends were over, the mom would be like, Hey everybody, drug test time. Like what teenager wouldn't want to do a drug test at their friend's house? And then when that teenager goes home and uh, that teenager's parents are like, so what'd you do at Holly's house today? We did drug tests. Like that'd be kind of invasive. It would be a little odd. I think I would be upset if somebody else gave my kid a drug test at their house.
1: Yeah. If if they are taking a sample of your kid's pee and analyzing it, (laughs) it seems like they're crossing a line.
0: Somebody pointed out though (laughs) that maybe the mom... Needed clean urine. Ooh,
1: conspiracy. Yes. Oh, she was taking it under the guise of it being a drug test for her kids when really she was just pocketing the pee
0: and And using it for herself. Maybe she was selling it on the used pee market. Ooh,
1: that is bleak.
0: Could be a thing, though. I mean,
1: I'm sure there is such a market.
0: And the $5 was the kid's cut. cut without them knowing that they were involved in black market piss.
1: It's becoming quite clear that this is what was going on. Yeah. Because who would just be like, make their kid do a weekly drug test?
0: Yeah. That makes no sense. And five bucks, they, you know, that's how, basically, that's how Holly earned her allowance as a teenager, taking pee tests. So,
1: (laughs) How did you afford your first car?
0: Well, I took a lot of pee tests. That would be a good topic. We should write that down and do it sometime. How did you earn your allowance? When you were a kid. I got paid to practice my music. I think we talked about that, right?
1: I think so. Oh, yeah. I think uh, you have said that before.
0: And I had to practice seven days a week. And that was saxophone. I still suck at saxophone. I
1: think I just vacuumed.
0: And you got paid for that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Vacuum the entire house. But it was with one of those ones where yeah, the the hose between the... The head part and then the, where the bag was. The canister. Oh, getting that thing around corners. The can,
0: you didn't have a Dyson. You weren't running a V12 How, or a V6. Wasn't and rocking V10? a Dyson then. No. no? Cordless?
1: No, the things that chew the sides of your walls. Yes. Those things. Oh. Anyway. This is
0: the part of the podcast where we talk about vacuums. <laughs> it's one of our few passions. But, yeah, <laughs> w- let's make a note of that. Let's talk about the weird ways you earned your allowance. If you want to send yours in, you can contact us. Gas. At Sonic1029.com.
1: Good luck topping urine tests.
0: Gas. G-A-S. That's Garner Andrew Show at Sonic1029.com. Maybe we'll read your How I Earned My Allowance story on an upcoming podcast. Should we dive back into these? Yeah, sure. Teenage Tyranny and Oppression. My mom would discipline us by making us take off our socks and we had to stand in a corner with our nose to the wall of the utility room on a cold concrete (laughs) floor for what seemed like hours. The pain and throbbing from the cold floor after some time made you rethink your actions. When my feet get cold these days, that's what I think about 30 plus years later, Ryan.
1: Man, that is torture tactics. Yeah. Make you stand on a cold concrete floor and bare feet.
2: With your nose
0: pressed into the wall. Wow. Can we grab another call here? Hi.
2: I just got one of the punishments. My uncle used to make my cousin kneel in the corner on pencils. Ouch. I'm not joking, man. My uncle Greg was like the worst to my cousin.
0: Okay. That sounds unusually cruel to me.
2: He was very cruel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm not even going to laugh at this.
2: No, I know, man. I was just like there are people talking about some of the stuff. Like my I can't even believe that my Uncle Greg would have
0: done that. That one just kinda got sad. That one's just mean. <laughs> kinda got dark.
1: Kneeling on pencils.
0: But didn't somebody else Oh my god, I'm gonna try and find this one. There's a
1: couple kneeling ones where Uh
0: somebody said that their stepmother made them kneel on like a cookie sheet full of uh popcorn kernels popcorn kernels. <laughs> That one is
1: creative and well, very, very mean.
0: And the thing about that is the stepmother, that's how evil she was. She took the thing you loved, popcorn, and made it the thing that you feared most. That's devious. Like, that's that's next level messing with a kid's head.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden that kid is a little older. They want to take a sweetie to a movie, do some smooching. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can't order the popcorn.
0: No can't too many uh ptsd from the popcorn
1: they're having vietnam style flashbacks
0: yep oh my god uh i want to grab this one hi
2: hey i heard you guys are looking to uh get some stories about the teenage tyranny
0: yeah yeah did you have to live under some strict rules
2: yeah so um growing up in my household um unfortunately i learned some colorful vocabulary from my parents and uh anytime I used any of that colorful vocabulary, my mom would uh, love to chase me and my brothers around the house with a bottle of Tabasco sauce and uh, throw it down our mouths. Yeah, so I uh, i mean, obviously, it wasn't the greatest, but um, I got the last laugh because uh, now I absolutely love spicy food and spicy <laughs> sauces. So.
0: Yeah, thanks to your dirty mouth.
2: That's right. Yeah, fortunately, yeah. It, uh, everyone won in the end. <laughs>
0: I wonder if Kids in other parts of the world where, you know, they grow up eating spicy, spicy food, do their parents, I don't know, put vanilla in their mouth?
2: <laughs> Something super sweet, opposite end of the
3: spectrum, maybe.
0: Like think about that for a second. Like if you grow up in a spicy, spicy country, do your parents put sugar cubes in your mouth too? <laughs> is, is that how they punish you? It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, <sighs> Oh, boy. That's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, Instead of soap in the mouth, we would get wasabi. Aaron. Oh, my God. I hope, Aaron, that you said something like, you know what would go great with this punishment? Some California rolls. (laughs) That'd be funny.
1: That's something that parent would appreciate. Oh, yeah. That smart mouth.
0: When I was a kid, there was a circuit breaker specifically for my bedroom. If I stepped out of line, I would have my breaker flipped off. I spent a lot of time in the dark. Ooh, wow. That's ingenious. That's if actually you, smart. If you're building a house right now, put all the kids' bedrooms on their own circuit. So you can just go down the basement and turn those things off. Won't be able to charge their phone.
1: Yeah. You don't have to make them kneel on pencils or popcorn kernels. Yeah. Cause I know if I, you know, if I got sent to my room, I had a TV in there, I maybe had a Nintendo. Wow. So, you know, it wasn't really much of a punishment. But you were living away. in the
0: lap of luxury.
1: Oh, yeah. Except it was one of those 900 pound TVs. Yeah. That would stay warm for a thousand years after you turn it on. Uh, but to turn, just cut the power can't but do also, anything.
0: You had a job at a movie theater or Safeway or something like that. If your parents had turned off the power to your bedroom, you would have come home with a gas generator and you just would have run that in your bedroom with the window closed. Oh, yeah. would be fine. Just enjoying the fumes. Here's one. This one doesn't really make sense to me. Maybe you can decode it. My mom used to cut the end of the TV cord, and then she would put a new one on every night. Hmm. So, hang on.
1: The way I'm picturing that is the part that plugs into the wall she's cutting off?
0: So you can't have the... Couldn't your mom have just taken away the remote or... Turn off the breaker for the TV.
1: That seems like the easier one. Maybe mom was just a master electrician.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Something's not right with that one.
1: That seems like a good way to burn your house down. Yeah. By constantly changing the cord for the TV. Yeah. On (laughs) a daily basis.
0: Standing on a cold concrete floor is minor. My parents put tile in the corner of our linoleum floor. What? Because linoleum was too soft and we had to kneel on the tile with our nose touching the wall, two thumbs down, would not recommend. (laughs) What the hell? Your parents glued down tile on top of the linoleum just so there could be a punishment shrine, a a punishment altar?
1: That's a weird thing to explain when you're selling the house and prospective buyers are like, what's going on in that corner? And you're like, oh, don't worry about that. That's just where my kid learned lessons. Yeah, he won't do that again. That's where they go when they're bad. That is dark. The fact that you dedicate a whole corner of your house, you put down tile over linoleum, which any Tyler will tell you is something you don't do. No. And uh, use that just for punishment
0: purposes? Should we do one more? Oh, my God. Is there more? Yeah, let's grab one more. Hello? Uh,
2: well, I got a good story. So, uh, again, this is kind of uh, you know t- late teenage years, and I forgot what I did, but something that really I know is my mom. So she was really mad and she took off her uh, sandal and started, you know, kind of like trying to hit me with it. Uh, and then all out of nowhere, she called me, you son of a bitch. And I started laughing and said, you know what that makes you, right? And then she stopped, thought about it and then we all laughed and everything was good.
0: <laughs> she put her sandal back on. And...
2: She put her sandal back on and that, that was the day
3: right there. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Way to defuse that situation. Let me guess, you're a hostage negotiator now?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: That's right. That is tricky. Like who laughed first, your mom or you? It's like the, um, I've told the story before too. My mom breaking a wooden spoon on my ass when I was a kid. And then there was that two or three Mississippi where I'm looking at her terrified. She's looking at me. And then I just lost it. Started laughing completely defused the situation, but that could have gone either way.
1: Yeah. It's you're playing a game of chicken mm-hmm. with that one. Because when you say something like the uh, son of a bitch thing to your mom, yeah, that can go one of two ways. Either she's going to laugh it off
0: or she's going to ramp things up
1: or she's going to be digging the grave in the backyard.
0: She's going to be swinging a folding chair or an <laughs> extension ladder
1: or she's going full Dexter on
0: you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people got hit with wooden spoons. I didn't think that was a thing anymore.
1: I think it's gone out of style. I think if, yeah. uh, I don't think that's something you can do anymore.
0: No. Hey, guys, I laughed too as my mom broke the wooden spoon. Then she introduced me to the indestructible ping pong paddle. Ooh,
1: mom was not messing around.
0: <sighs> Again, there you're taking something fun, something you love, <laughs> and turning it into an implement of destruction.
1: Do you think whoever invented the wooden spoon intended that it seems to be pretty widespread that people got the wooden spoon.
0: You know, it's probably the same person who completely regrets, uh, gender reveal parties, gender reveal. Like they've come out and said, this is dumb. Everybody stop doing this. I completely regret doing that. I have a feeling the person who invented the wooden spoon feels the same way.
1: Is it what breed of dog is it that the guy who kind of mixed dogs to create a certain Oh,
0: Oh yeah. He regrets that too. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like the Labradoodle or the Golden Doodle. It's one of the doodle dogs. And that breeder is like, oh, my God. that! Oh. If I had a time machine, I'd go back and not do that.
1: Yeah. He has that kind of regret. I wonder if the wooden spoon guy is like, I just wanted to make nice soups. Yeah. I just wanted to make a nice chowder. And you used it as a tool to smack bottoms. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.